and we welcome our Facebook audience for being on tonight. Amen. Glory to God. So tonight we're in week two of dealing with the subject on faith in the Word of God. And again, as we indicated, we don't we want you to also recognize that as a believer, we all have faith because we have his faith. But we're putting major emphasis upon the word faith simply because it is what comes after. And so that's why everything that we're teaching on is faith in the word of God, uh, faith uh, for the promise, uh, faith for the new creation, and etc. And the reason for that is, is so that you will know that faith is a response, okay? It's a response to grace. It's the only response to grace. And so, but there are times that there are things in our faith walk that we have to work. When I say work, that means sometimes our hearts are being tried both by the works of the enemy and your heart is tried by the word of God itself. Okay? And so this is important. So tonight I want to look at the parable of the soil. This morning I, I shared, uh, I probably would do this more Sunday about the, the uh, being offended. You know, when you are standing on the word of God, faith in the word of God, offense a many times will come against you and I. Okay. But it's not the offense that gets us. It's the root of bitterness that we allow the offense to take place. And I, you know, if you want to listen to that, you can go back and listen to what I talked about Sunday morning. I mean, early this morning, but I want to, I'm going to deal with it this Sunday if the Lord uh, continue to lead me in that way. But tonight, I want you to look here in Mark chapter 4, and let's go to verse 14, Mark 4. And verse 14. Now, what are we talking about? Faith in the word of God. Faith in the, when we say faith in the word of God, we have to define it because our faith is a belief in something or someone. Okay? So our faith is where? In the word of God. Why? Because we are born of the word of God. Okay? Why? Because God created the heavens and the earth with the word of God. So everything... Uh, that God did, he used the word of God. So our new birth or recreation through the word of God, it is to connect us back to Genesis 1 and 2 so that we are able to call those things that be not as though they were. Okay? And so the more knowledge, whether it be revelation knowledge, experiential knowledge, uh, this intimate knowledge, the more knowledge that we have of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, then guess what? Our faith will be more uh, uh, prone to bring forth the fruit that we believe for, okay? So here we go. The sower sows the word. So now let's define who the sower. You and I, anyone who's, who speak the word is the sower. Okay, so the sower sows the word. So Jesus is speaking 
And he's given this parable and he's letting you and I know just as he did in, you know, uh, we may get to it tonight, uh, Mark chapter 11, that whosoever should say to this mountain. That means if you're, if you're not speaking the words that gave you the life that you and I, who we represent, then your mountain will never move. Sometimes you, you know, we could hear, we could say, you know, your mountain can't move with your mouth shut. Well, your mountain can't move if it's not coming through the life of Christ who caused them, that mountain to move. Are you following what I'm saying? Mountain moving faith is based upon the finished works of Christ. Can y'all see that? And so here, when we say the sower sows the word, that's just exactly right. You have to be born of God, born of the word, in order to sow the word. The word works through the life of the one of whom you and I have fellowship with. Our fellowship is with the Father, but through Christ Jesus. Okay? I'm going to say that again. Our fellowship is with the Father, but it is through Christ Jesus in the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so you got the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is working all together as it was in the beginning. So again, when we look at the word, it said the sower sows the word. And so you and I have to ask yourself as one born of God, what are we sowing? Amen. So notice this. Next verse, Casey. He said, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they hear, Satan comes immediately. You see that? And take away the word that was sown in their heart. I like what Matthew's account. Let's put this up in Matthew 13, 19 just for a moment and come back to uh, Mark. Matthew 13, 19. Notice this. When anyone hear the word of the kingdom. This is Matthew it says, when anyone hear the word of the kingdom, notice it, the word of the kingdom, and does not understand it. That's the key. When, that's why we lack, it's not, we don't lack more faith, we lack understanding of the word that has given us this life. You're speaking forth out of this new attitude. You're speaking forth out of this new creation. You are born of the word. And the word was what? With God. And the word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. Well, the word became flesh in John 1.14. When the word became flesh, it dwelt among us to do what? So that it might destroy the works that the devil has done. It is to bring forth the glory and honor back to the Father. That's the purpose of Jesus' death, is so that the Father could be honored. The purpose of our new creation is so that the Son can be honored. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? That's why he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And so notice this. It said, when anyone hear the word of the kingdom and does not what? Understand it. See? If you if you taking notes in your Bible, you 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 need to underline that under you know 
and does not understand it because that's what it's like. We lack understanding. We lack knowledge to do what? To use what we under, to use what the word of God says. It says, and then the wicked one comes and snatch away that which was sown in his heart. So <clears throat> I can remember, you know, uh, uh, my granddaughters, well, they they young ladies now, they were just little girls. But they they young women now. <laughs> Zach two girl. And uh I would go pick them up from school and you know, just to show you about understanding when you don't understand something. We we have uh direct TV. They have direct TV. So we were looking at something and I didn't catch it. And they said, well, Paul, Paul, play it back. <laughs> I said, and me, I said, baby, we can't, you know, I'm thinking they don't know. <laughs> I said, baby, we can't, you can't play it back. It, it's, it's over. He said, no. He said, uh, he said, let me show you, Paul, Paul. And uh, they took that remote control and played that thing back. And it was just like, what I missed, I was able to see. So, Look, I had everything I needed. I had the direct, I had the remote. I had direct TV. You follow what I'm saying? I didn't need more of direct TV. I didn't need more of the pro. I needed knowledge. So what happened? Knowledge was revealed how to use what I already had. That was through my little granddaughter. I mean, I forgot how young they were. But I ever since then I know how to use that because of them. It was the same way with the word. When you lack understanding, you don't need more faith. You lack understanding to use what you already have. That's why it takes someone in the word of God to do what? To teach us so that we'll know how to use what we already have in our possession. Amen? And you have to speak, notice this, you have to speak, the Holy Spirit is speaking in the language of what the Father, how he created the heaven and the earth, what the Son who, did, who came back and did what? And demonstrate the works, the plan of the Father. That's why Jesus said, I can only say what I hear my Father say. I can only do what I see my Father do. Why? Because he was with the Father, the Word, in the beginning, but the Word became flesh. Can y'all see that? That's powerful. And that's what you and I have living on the inside of us right now. We have the word of God living and abiding on the inside of us to do what? It is Christ in us. When we speak the words of Christ, then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit picks up on that and he manifests the glory of Christ that's in us. I mean, you, you get the fruit. You get the results. Amen. But if you speak indifferent of that life that's in you, you won't get the fruit. Not not the fruit of the word. You would get some other fruit, but you won't get the fruit of the word. I mean, understand what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad I'm here tonight. <laughs> brother George, it's all good, brother. Notice this. So when anyone hear the word of the kingdom and does not what? Understand it? What happened? Then the wicked 
one does what? He comes, and what does he do? He snatch away what was sown in your heart. For a long time, that used to bother me. How could the word be snatched away from me, sown in my heart? I didn't understand spirit, soul, and body like I understand now. And when it, and when it all came together, it was just like, oh, I can see it now. Glory to God. And, and this is why he said this is the one who received by the wayside. Why? Because what you heard, you didn't think, you know, we'll put a need over an understanding. If I wasn't saying, kind of like, uh, if I could use this, you know, the terminology is saying how it is you can take a fish. Anybody know about that? And feed a person. Yeah, see, you teach them how to fish, then they'll never go hungry again. But if you just give them a fish, they'll just eat for that time, and that's just it. But if you teach them, then they'll never go hungry again. Well, that's the same thing right here. We're trying to get you to get understanding so that you will not lose anymore with the works of darkness that's already been defeated. Amen? All right. Now, Casey, go back to that um, mark for me. So I guess the question would be, how can the enemy snatch something out of your heart? Well, through circumstances, situation. What you thinking on? What's going on? What's on your mind right now? I mean, you could be, you could, you know, not nothing. You, it's not that you're living in sin, but you could just be weary. You could just be tired. You could just be, your mind could just be somewhere else. That's what the enemy uses to do what? To snatch away the word that's sown in your heart. You sitting here, but your mind is are you following what I'm saying? That's why it takes that's why it takes little by little we overcome and faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing what and by hearing comes what understanding. Okay? So now notice it. Go to the next first case. <clears throat> it said, These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground. So the first ground we know they heard the word. Okay? But we understand what took place with the first ground. It was on the wayside. In other words, that ground was not plowed up at all. It was not, it was just hard. Okay? There was no, the seed couldn't penetrate. Okay? Let's look at this ground. It says, likewise, these, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately Receive it with what? With gladness. Keep going. And have no root in themselves. So endure for a time afterwards when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. I used this verse of scripture this morning to show how offense can come about. Because King, O King James put in there about you know, how, you know, they walk, they walk away offended. 
And the reason why they were offended, why? Because of the persecution, the trip, the tribulation, and the persecution was for the word's sake, but because they didn't look at it for the word's sake, they took it personal. So again, as uh, uh, speaking about offense, offense comes to us all. All of us can be what? Offended. Because of something that happened, something someone said, something someone, uh, something that was done, you know. But if you don't learn to deal with an offense in a proper manner and let it go, it will hinder your faith wall. It will hinder your ability to conceive uh, God's word to bring the promise to pass. It's not God withholding. It would be you that have a stony heart, and notice what a stony heart does. A stony heart for you and I would be an offense. It would be unbelief. It could be doubt. Hmm? It could be fear. All of these things enter your heart to do what? It is to bring forth a a disturbance so that you and I would not be able to do what? To conceive the word of God from our spirit into our soulish man. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants to have some type of fluctuation. He wants to have some type of interference where the word would not penetrate. Okay? So whatever your mind, as Proverbs 23, 7 say, it says, uh, as a man think it in his heart, so is he. So what the enemy wants you to do is to, he wants you to think on the hurt. He wants you to think on the unrighteousness. He wants you to think on the frustration. He wants you to think on the injustice. He wants you to think on you keep feeling, you feel the blank in. What he wants to do, he wants to use that offense so that it can breathe forth a seed of a bitterness. Hmm? And if you get bitter, you know them young folks say, they just bit. <laughs> I don't know if they still use that term today, but, you know, they, they still use that today. Oh, that was y'all language? Okay, so I don't know what they use today, but it's still so. You know, <clears throat> that, root, that root of bitterness that will spring forth, what is it springing for? From a seed? The seed is what? Offense. When you get offended by something and you don't deal with it properly, it will spring forth a seedling. In other words, it will cause a root to start building in your heart, not your spirit, but in your soul. And all of a sudden, you become more irritable. You become more frustrated. You become more angry. You become more hostile. Why? Because the seed has caught root. Oh, y'all follow what I'm saying? And these things will hinder your faith walk. Okay? Why? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will what? It will speak. Hmm? Don't know how to move on from an offense. We'll allow that thing to fester, to fester before you know it, you know, a root of bitterness will grow up, and if that once that thing kept, once that thing get a a blade, like planting anything, once the seed produces a blade, then all of a sudden now you know it's growing, 
And it grows and it's strengthened. And before you know it, it's going to take something for you to really uproot that, bit, that root of bitterness because you're not going to just be able to walk away from it like talking about. Amen? So we'll talk more about that later. But watch this. <clears throat> Next verse, Casey. So that was the second ground. Uh, it says, well, these... Yeah, that's, that was the second ground. The second ground was what? That, you know, the four basic different grounds of your heart. In other words, if my faith, if I have faith in the word of God, then I'm going to have to guard my heart. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind. Okay? That's what that means. It said, now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones that what? Hear the word. So, this is a third type of person. They heard the word. But the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things enter in and what? It choke. You see what I'm saying? You can cause the word of God to be ineffective in your walk. It's not what God did. It's what you did based on what you're thinking of, based upon what you have, what you entertain, the cares of this world. Again, it's not necessarily just sinful things, but they're just things that keep you, you know, like the people say, man, how you doing? Just busy. It sounds good, but that's not a good name. That's not a good word. Amen? That's not a good word. Say, man, how's it going? Just busy. And see, you can stay busy and the cares of this world will take you away from the person who you were. You know, the Bible talks about <clears throat> you don't know what man or person you were when you were in that mirror. I mean, look, just think about it. I mean, what that's indicating, what that's saying, I mean, we can go back and look at a picture that we had 30 years ago of ourselves and you look at where you are now and it's just like, ooh. That picture looked totally different after 30 years. Is that right? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you see, the word of God, it never changes. It's the perfect law of liberty, okay? Um, so think about this for a moment. He said, in the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things, what it does it do? It enter in and choke the word. And you notice it, and become unfruitful. That's why when you're living by faith, you know, our life is consistent living by faith. But when you're actually standing on the word of God, trusting the word of God to bring something to pass in your life, you got to be careful what you let in. You got to be mindful what you take on. Because notice what it's doing. It wants to enter in the cares of this world. It's not sinful thing. It could be a good thing, but guess what? It's not for you at this moment. What is it doing? It's, it's, it's a robber. It's like my confession that I confess every day. You know, I will not tolerate unbelief. It's a robber of my faith. Hmm? Yeah. Why would, we, why would I confess that? Because I, got, I have plenty of opportunity for my, for my faith to be robbed. Unbelief is always there 
Doubt is always there. It's something that you can't get rid of, but you can put it under your feet. As a resistor, when you have the word of God, when you're standing on the word of God, unbelief can't get in. Doubt cannot take you. Fear cannot get in. Why? Because the word of God is your shield of faith. But you got to make a decision and stay there. It can't be, you know, where I put my Bible down to Sunday. No, this is a lifestyle that you and I live out of because why? It's Christ in you every day. It's, it, it's the hope. It's the expectation that the Father has through the Holy Spirit to do what? That Christ can manifest himself through you, through your conversation. Can y'all see that? <clears throat> so notice this. Notice the next. Uh, he said, and the cares. Go back, Casey. I'm sorry. And the cares of this world. What is it? Notice this. The deceitfulness of riches. I mean, in the economy that we live in, I'm telling you, it'll make you, it'll make you want to do a lot of things to do what? Just for wealth, just for riches, just for money. Right? We have to be mindful that, hey, we're not our own. Amen? I'm not saying we shouldn't have a heart, a desire, you know, to, uh, to have more wealth, but we should not be going after. We should... Allow the Holy Spirit of God that's in us to do what? To, to reveal to us the wealth plan that God already has for you. And then you pursue that. But you don't pursue something outside of his way of doing because you don't know what's up the road. Look good for a while, but it could lead to something that you were never supposed to be there. Amen? Okay. All right, Casey, next verse. But these are the ones sown on good ground. So we heard three different ground. And notice this. All three heard the word, right? But this one here not only heard the word, what did it do? It accept it. Wow. Now that's New King James. They accept it. And notice it, and brought and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60 times more, and some a hundredfold. Now, what is that based on? It's based on your understanding. Amen. I'm always shooting for a hundred. Amen. Why? <clears throat> because that's just who God is. Okay, now watch this. Uh, look at verse 26 for a moment. Uh, 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 well, let's go, let's go back to verse 21. Let's go back to verse 20. And can we put that up in the, uh, put these verses up in the classic amplifier, verses 21 through 24. He said to them, is a lamp brought in to be put under a peck? measure or under a bed and not to be put on a lampstand. Now notice this. That lamp is in you. That is the light of the word. The Bible said that the, the entrance of God's word gives light to our pathway. Or the spirit of man is the candle light of the Lord. Okay? So that means the word light is an understanding. 
the more light you have on the word, the more understanding you have, the more understanding you have, the more you're able to see, the more you're able to comprehend, the more you're able to be at peace within yourself. Okay? So notice this. He said, is the lamp brought in to be put under a peck of measure or under a bed? No. And not to be put on a lampstand? That's what this word is. It's to be put on a lampstand so that you can comprehend, so that you can have understanding. Okay? <clears throat> Next verse, Kate. Things are hidden temporarily only as a mean to revelation. And what that just simply saying is, is that every seed has to be put in the ground and it has to be covered and it has to be dark for a while. Why? That's how germination takes place. Okay? For there is nothing hidden except to be revealed, nor is anything temporarily kept secret except in order that it may do what? Be made known. I mean, that's, that's what we do. That's why... You and I, we're here tonight. You made a consecrated decision, or those that listen by Facebook. Why? Because it's the only way you can grow in this grace. Because you notice it, you have to be more aware of what this grace have made provision for in order for you to have the proper response, which is by faith. The proper response is the only response. Okay? It's not like is faith and something else. No, it's the only response. Because you, it's love, uh, love by faith. Hope is by faith. You understand what I'm saying? The word of God, we have to do by faith. There's nothing in the kingdom of God that we don't do by faith. Amen? <clears throat> okay, keep going, Casey. If any man has ear to hear, see that? Let him be what? Listening. And let him perceive and what? Comprehend. Notice the word perceive. That means when you're listening, the more you listen, perception, a greater perception comes. A greater understanding comes. Sometimes when I'm reading my books, are studying, and I go back and I look at it again, I have a greater perception. I have a greater understanding. Can y'all see it? You just don't read just to read. You read to understand. That's why he said, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening. Notice it didn't just say listen. It's a continuation. Let him be listening. Let him perceive and comprehend. Watch it. Next verse. <clears throat> this is what I like. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. Look at somebody and tell them, say, be careful what you are hearing. What you are. Uh. Okay. I uh, Amen. The measure of thought <laughs> and study you give to the truth you hear. Not to the truth you drink, to the truth you hear. <laughs> 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 
will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that come what? Back to you and more besides will be given to you who what? Who hears? Let's look at that again. <clears throat> he said, be careful what you are what? Hearing. Because I'm telling you, when you come to the kingdom of God, just because someone say, this is the word of God, man, I need you to listen. You, you got to be careful what you just put your ears to. I'm, I'm not talking about a ball game. I'm not talking about a, a physical activity. I'm talking about concerning the kingdom of God. You got to be careful what you are listening to. And you got to be careful who you are listening to. I'm just telling you. You're, you will either stagnate in your walk or you could keep moving forward. It depends upon how you are hearing. Because notice the scripture said, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear. That means it's all on me. The promises are there. The victory is sure. But guess what? If I don't, if I don't take time, if I don't take intimate time, if I don't take serious time to do what? To, to give thought and study to the truth I hear. Then guess what? It'll be just like the second parable or the second ground when tribulation or persecution arise for the word's sake, you could become offended. So that's how we get offended. Why? Because we don't give enough time to the truth that we hear. Amen. And, and notice this. And we'll be measure, and we'll be the measure of virtue and knowledge that come back to you and more besides will be given to you. Okay? You see that? Give me one more verse, uh, Casey. No, we're, we're going to keep on going. For to him who has will more be what? Given. Why? Because you took time and feeding on the truth. You give time, you give study, you give thought and study to the truth that you hear. And so the more you give time, give to it, then the Holy Spirit is enlightening you more and more and more. And from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. It's not God taking it away. If it's by force, who is it taking it? Who's taking it? It's the wicked one. Okay? Now, here we go as we get ready to close. Verse 26. You can go back to the uh, King James uh, case here. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. This is another parable. As if a man should do what? Cast seed where? Into the ground. Now we recognize the ground is our heart. So we have to really guard our heart concerning spiritual matters. Amen? Okay, next verse. And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should do what? Spring 
and grow up and he knoweth not how. It's the same thing about offense. The root of bitterness will, 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 you could sleep and rise night and day and it will spring and grow up and you don't even know how. But I'm telling you how. By the thought and study that you gave to the lie or the offense which you heard. Because you didn't know how to deal with it properly. So guess what? Now you're bringing forth fruit that's filled with what? That's filled with anger. That's filled with frustration. That's filled with madness. Hmm? You have to be mindful of that. How many understand what I'm saying? Now, watch this. <laughs> so, watch this. So he said, and, you, and he shall sleep and rise night and day. The seed shall spring up, shall spring and grow up, and you know not how. I mean, just think about it. We plant flowers, we plant things in the ground, and for days you may not see anything, and you don't know what's taking place in that ground. You can't see it. But it's a law that God put in motion. The ground knows what to do. It's automatic. The seed knows what to do. And when the two come together, because God's DNA is on it. God's DNA is in you and I. Oh, man. Just think about that for a moment. It don't, you, you don't know how, but guess what? You know that it's working for your good. I mean, you could take a, a pole that is treated, treated lumber. Take a pole, four by four. You can put it in cement, encase it in cement in the ground. Guess what that, guess what that dirt is doing? It's trying to find a way to break down that cement. You can put that pole in the ground and say, well, this is treated. It don't mean nothing. If it's sitting in that ground long enough, it's, try, it's working 24-7 to break down that wood because that's what it's called to do. That's what the dirt does. It breaks down whatever is in there so that what's in it can come out. Your words work the same way in your heart. That's why you got to be mindful what you say out of your mouth and who you say them to. Hmm? You can't have two ways of speaking as a believer. Nope. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm going to say it to you again. You can't have two ways of speaking as a believer. Next verse, Casey. <clears throat> For the earth bring forth what? Fruit of, its, of herself. Well, your soul does the same thing. It brings forth fruit of herself. What you've been thinking on, what you've been feeding on. First the blade, then the ear, then after that, the full corn in the ear. It takes as much 
uh, time of harvesting as it is sowing. That's bad or good. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? Why? Because it's a law. It works every time. Okay? Did y'all get anything out of that? <clears throat> That's all I'm going to have. That's all I'm going to do with you tonight. I mean, we have like four minutes left, but I'm done. Praise God. I want that extra four minutes for Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions about the lesson tonight? 